2: Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright and today is February 27, 2015 and we're pleased and honored to have with us Ann Kritzmeier, Managing Director for Nuveen Investments. And Ann speaks to us from their headquarters in Chicago. Anne, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio.
3: Well, thanks so much, Charlie. Pleased to be here.
2: So, Anne, let's begin with a little of your background and tell us uh, about Nuveen. We're focusing today on closed-end funds, so let's make that all germane to what we're talking about.
3: Happy to. I'm a recovering geek, which actually is helpful in the closed-end fund area because it's a very interesting but not as well understood product area. My background started in engineering, and then I moved into marketing and finance, and I've been with Nuveen for 15 years and about 10 of that working with the closed-end fund product line. Nuveen is right now the market leader in closed-end funds with more funds and more assets than anyone else as of at least the last time we took the tally at the end of last year. And uh, we feel really strongly about making sure more people understand this product line, both for our shareholders and other interested investors.
2: So, Ann, I know that you're the face of closed-end funds for Nuveen because if you go on Nuveen and go to videos uh, on closed-end funds, you see all kinds of videos that you provide. So, I guess, uh, do you ever get recognized when you're going anywhere and somebody says, hey, you're Ann Kritzmeier, I watched your video on closed-end funds? <laughs>
3: No, I wish, but maybe we can make that happen. I well, think at church, too, I get more of that.
2: I see, okay. So, Ann, uh, tell us about closed-end funds. I've used closed-end funds for years, and I find that it's uh, almost an unknown subject among investors.
3: Well, it is a little bit, but I wish that were otherwise. So let's try and work on that. Closed end funds are really, they're a pooled investment, just like a mutual fund that most people are familiar with. They have generally actively managed portfolios. They're not, they're not generally index tracking portfolios. So they're portfolio managers who are actively trading whatever's in there. Now, whatever's in there, the whole idea about a closed end fund is that once the shares are sold in an IPO, new share issuing is closed. So that means that the shareholders buy and sell from other shareholders on the New York Stock Exchange, just like shares of an operating company. And that and that closed structure actually has some unique benefits or potential benefits for the shareholders. I think the other thing I'd add is that most of the funds on the market are really designed for regular cash flow, whether that's you know income from dividends or income from or cash flow from some level of return.
2: So who is it in that buys closed-end funds?
3: Well, the ICI tells us it's mostly older folks, and that makes a lot of sense. If you think about, you know, when you retire, line 7, that's the one on your 1040 that says wages, salary, and tips. For most people when they retire, that's a zero, but they want to have something down there at the bottom of that first page. So it's it's a lot of folks who are looking for income, and that generally includes a lot of retirees. I, The other thing, if I could talk a little bit about closed-end funds, there's some key concepts that closed portfolio means that they actually have more investment strategy choices and so it's not just people looking for income but people looking for diversifying their cash flow
2: In in terms of closed end funds how does one go about evaluating one closed end fund versus another do we do just look at yield and buy the one that pays the highest yield
3: Uh, I wouldn't start there. That's sort of like just buying only the blue car, (laughs) even if you're looking for a blue car. But uh, I'd say there's probably four key concepts to understand. One, what's in the portfolio? And that portfolio is fairly, as I said, the assets are fairly stable. There's not new cash coming in and out like some other structures. So what is, does that strategy match what you want? Are you looking for tax-free? Are you looking for something to diversify an existing bond portfolio? Things like that. The second is that most closed-end funds have leverage. So you need to understand, this is financial advisors listening in, does your investor have the ability to take some level of volatility? Because leverage is going to be a multiplier. Whatever happens in the portfolio will get magnified. If it's a good outcome in the portfolio, you magnify a good outcome. If you have a loss in the portfolio, you magnify a loss.
2: To what degree are, uh, are they, uh, do, do they borrow?
3: They are limited by the Investment Company Act of, 40, of 1940. So depending on how they borrow, generally they're limited to no more than 50% leverage. So if that was your mortgage, you'd have to have 50% equity in your house at all times.
2: So why would somebody buy a closed-end fund versus an open-end or mutual fund?
3: Probably, number one, you're looking to get a higher level of cash flow, because on average, the fact that many of them use leverage says many of them have higher cash flow levels. The second would be because the structure allows a retail investor to get access to some institutional strategies, and that's just a lot harder, especially if they're less liquid. It's a little harder in a mutual fund wrapper. And we have a lot of mutual funds here at Nuveen, so I think there's a, a complement. There's a place for both, for sure.
2: What do you mean by institutional strategies?
3: Well, things like a covered call strategy that many investors are not going to go through the whole option writing uh, accounting stuff. Uh, things like, um, oh, pardon me, uh, things like certain levels of global debt, uh, the ability to go short, uh, less liquid investments. Uh, accessing an MLP portfolio in a way that doesn't get you 50K ones.
2: And so uh, how can we describe in general terms the differential in income that can be generated through a closed-end fund versus a regular mutual fund? Let's just use for a, for, as an example municipal bonds.
3: So in municipal bonds, if you think about it, most of the municipal bond closed-end funds have some level of leverage. They're borrowing at a short-term municipal rate, which right now is probably under a, a point. Uh, and they're investing, depending on whether it's high-yield or investment grade, they're investing at 3%, 4 5%. So at a 33 to 50% leverage, I know that's a lot of numbers, basically you could see anywhere from a third to 50% more yield from a, from a leveraged strategy than from an unleveraged strategy.
2: I see. And I would think that that would be exceptionally popular in these days of very low yields.
3: It absolutely is. Now, the trade off is that both the leverage and the trading on the exchange will make the share prices and some of the returns more volatile. The thing is, though, and I think it helps advisors if you help your investor, let's say, we're buying this for the income. The price may fluctuate, but we're looking for the income to fluctuate less. Our oldest fund it was came out in 1987. It actually is not leveraged, but it has the same manager. We brought that fund out at, I'll give you a number, it's about $10 a share, and it's probably trading at about $10 a share right now. Um, you know, through time, that sounds like, well, gosh, that's kind of stinky. It, it hasn't appreciated, but it's been paying out the income the whole time.
2: And so they're really not purchased for the appreciation in the value of the fund but they're purchased for the income that it generates.
3: Oh, that's correct. Okay. At least here at New we're trying to take the whole return and pay it out. We want to try and protect the principal. No, you know, no promises there but that's our goal is to try and keep the shareholders capital intact but pay out all of the return, whether that's from bond interest or stock appreciation.
2: And so why have closed-end funds not become more popular? I I, I get that question fairly often.
3: Uh I, I think there's probably two key reasons. Um, number one is that because there aren't new shares issued, there's not nearly as much coverage. There's not as much support. Now, here at Nuveen, we do a lot of secondary market support, but just trying to help get more visibility. So they're just not as visible in communications in magazines in popular press. But I think one of the other reasons is because they've kind of got these more moving parts. It's not just the portfolio it's also the leverage, it's also the way the income is managed, and it's also the exchange trading.
2: Okay, and about how many total mutual funds, total closed-end funds are there?
3: Just under 600 on the whole market, and we've got about 89 of them.
2: I see, and so you come out with new ones how often?
3: You know, it depends. Different markets, you want to put the money to work in a smart way, and different markets are more or less uh, beneficial to that, but last year I think there were about eight new funds, and that was kind of a low. So it maybe maybe as much as three times more in some other years.
2: And what are and that's the
3: across the market, not just Nuveen? I'm sorry.
2: Okay, okay. And what's the typical management fee for managing those?
3: It will depend on the asset strategy. You know, certain strategies are may have higher uh, research and trading costs. So you may see some of the less liquid alternative strategies have a management fee that's over 1%. Many of the strategies, including most of the you know investment-grade municipals, will be far under 1%. You'll see that in any shareholder report, and certainly on our website and CEF Connect also.
2: Okay. So, Ann, hold that right there. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. We're talking with Ann Kritzmeier, Managing Director of Nuveen Investments over Closed End Funds, and you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. Mm-hmm. All right, let's head back to Charlie in his interview. Hello, and welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio. We we're talking with Ann Kritzmeier, Managing Director at Nuveen Investments. We're talking about. Closed-end funds, and Anne is the face of closed-end funds for Nuveen, and as she has told us, Nuveen has 89 of the 600 closed-end funds on the marketplace. So Anne, tell us, you mentioned that uh, one of the distinguishing characteristics of closed-end funds is that once they're fully subscripted, that uh, they don't issue new shares at all, and you have to buy them on the open exchange. So how are they priced on, the op- on an exchange?
3: Just like anything else that trades on the stock market, actually um, based on bid and ask uh, for, based on supply and demand. So, you know, it it actually, it's one of the other characteristics closed-end funds have a net asset value based on what the portfolio holds, but the price at which they trade is completely determined by supply and demand.
2: Okay, and so they may be sold at a premium or they may just be sold at a discount.
3: Absolutely, and we see both.
2: Okay. Typically, uh, how, what's the percentage of each? Uh?
3: Um, typically, I would say the long-term average is actually selling at a discount, roughly 4% discount, and that would be the market price relative to the NAV. Nobody's quite figured out exactly why, but that is it, it is what it is. Again, if you're a longer-term investor, the discount and premium don't make a whole lot of difference to your return. It's not a bond. It's not something that's going to go to par. It's a vehicle that's designed for a lot of cash flow, so the bulk of your return will be based on the cash flow.
2: Right. Now, Ann, uh, you know, th- this all sounds great to get a higher uh, percentage return on in a very low-yield world. Mm-hmm. So in municipal bonds or otherwise, uh, this can be very advantageous. But I remember back in 2008... And I had uh, many clients in closed-end funds because we were going for that higher yield. Those things, that, we, at least the ones we were in, they got clobbered. And we saw a substantial uh, decrease over a period of just a few months. So I guess that j- just comes with the territory of the risk uh, inherent in uh, closed-end funds. Huh?
3: Well, it's, it's huge. There Definitely, there's a lot of volatility, and the exchange trading will do that. Um, many of the closed-end funds don't have giant market capitalization. You know, a lot of them are in the three to $500 million range. And retail investor sentiment can have a great deal of influence on that market price, whether that is based on, let's call it, more logical reasons or not. And at the very end of 2008, I remember a financial advisor who's actually part of one of the teams that was just last week named one of the top financial advisor teams in the country, he called me up and he said, wait, I see investment-grade municipal bond funds trading at a 25% discount, and this was at the end of 2008. Am I missing something? And of course, I have no crystal ball, but I said, look, all I can tell you is there are 300 holdings in that portfolio. It is investment grade if you believe what those credit people are telling us right now. I think there's just a lot of fear in the market. So absolutely, it does have, you know, hopefully hopefully your clients, Charlie, didn't have to sell at that point in time, but it was a ride.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a real challenge here. Although uh, the, the ones that hung in there, uh, c- they continued to receive that, that higher uh, dividend that was paid out uh, faithfully uh-huh. and, uh, you know, like clockwork uh, during that whole time. Yeah. So how, how does one evaluate these? What, what are the, the things to look at in saying, hey, I like uh, closed-end funds. So where do I go? What do I do? And how do I figure this out?
3: Well, there you go. Um, well, you know, I'll put a plug-in. Go to Nuveen.com's website uh, or CEF Connect, which is sponsored by Nuveen but has the entire industry worth of closed-end funds.
2: And would you close, spell Nuveen for us?
3: Sure. N-U-V is in Victor, E-E-N. Okay. Dot com. And if you put a slash... CEF for closed end fund, that will get you to the home page for closed end funds. But I think the first thing is, well, what's the asset class you want to be in? Obviously, you're not going to put a, a municipal bond fund in your 401k or in your IRA. Uh, you know, what's the, what, what, what asset class are you looking for? Some people think closed end funds are an asset allocation, but it's just a structure. Right. So that would be the first thing. What are you looking for? How does it complement what else might be in the portfolio? Uh, A lot of people will start with, is this paying a cash flow, a a distribution rate that I find interesting, and how do you evaluate whether that's sustainable? We've tried to set up our distribution tab for each fund to help facilitate that, actually. The key part is, is the return on net asset value somewhere matching the distribution rate on net asset value?
2: And that's very important. How, How does one find that?
3: Uh, on Nuveen.com, you'll find those numbers right next to each other on the distribution tab for a fund's ticker page.
2: Okay, because uh, you, you guys, well, the closed-end funds are known for making timely distributions all the you know every month, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they may not be earning that much. And so on Nuveen's site, we can actually see what they're earning versus what they're paying out.
3: Exactly, exactly. And I think it's important also when you use the word earn... The tax people have that they think earning is just interest and dividends. We look at it also as what's the total return. If you have a covered call strategy, for instance, some of the return may be from appreciated stocks. And that's not dividends and that's not interest. So we look at what's the NAV return, all components of it.
2: Okay, so let's say that we've got somebody here, Ann, who uh, is concerned about their bond investments, which... Most everybody is today because interest rates are going to rise. And at least in the short term, which will probably be over a few years, the principal value of those bonds are going to fall. Mm -hmm. And so people are saying, you know, I'm frustrated with uh, the opportunity of bonds and they're paying a very, very low yield. I'm not getting compensated for the risk that I'm going to be taking of lower principal value of my investment. And so they hear about closed end funds. How would they proceed from there?
3: Well, from there, as I said, I would figure out what the asset class is. Are they looking to, you know, if they've already got bonds in there and they're looking to diversify away from that, there are a number of taxable strategies that may offer an opportunity to diversify. We have a lot of the analysts at the large broker-dealers who really like covered call opportunities right now or even other things like REITs or, well, MLPs have been quite a bit beaten up. But take a look at those and say, wow, will that Will the underlying asset strategy do well if and when interest rates rise? We see things like real assets. Uh, a lot of analysts are calling for those to do reasonably well in a rising rate environment. The other thing I think I would look at is saying, uh, is that investor interested in taking on the extra benefit and risk of leverage? Short rates and long rates may not move at the same, right, in the same way. Leverage is definitely, the cost of leverage is tied to the short rates. The bond principle, as you said, is tied to long rates.
2: Okay, so so to try to make this easy for somebody, let's take again uh, municipal bonds. Okay, so they're going to look at the distribution rate in comparison to what they can earn in uh, a mutual fund of municipal bonds, and they're going to see it as substantially higher. Yep. Okay, and so they say, well, this looks very, very interesting. So next, they're going to look at, are they buying this at a at a discount or at a premium? And, then, and, and that's going to show on the site, correct?
3: That will show on the site. I think they should also then look at the distribution tab and say, what's it paying? What's it earning? Um, there's something called UNI, Undistributed Net Investment Income, that's kind of like a rainy day fund. So if it's under-earning... Can that rainy day fund help supplement? And how big is it?
2: Okay, and then they, they they look at all of those things. What's the typical minimum for these closed end funds of somebody of shares that somebody can buy?
3: Well, just, they're, tra- they're trading just like any other stock, so it's whatever, however you buy or sell shares on the New York Stock Exchange. Typically, round lots of a hundred shares, but if you want to go to you know your online brokerage and buy four shares, you can.
2: Okay. Okay. So you could uh, they could buy these things through Schwab or TD Ameritrade or any of those online brokerage.
3: Absolutely. They just have ticker symbols, just like an operating company.
2: Okay. Well, what would you recommend for people looking at uh, bond uh, bond replacement opportunities or bond alternatives?
3: Well, for financial advisors, the first thing I I do is is ask them to maybe get you know educate a little, and that's what advisors tell us. They want to learn a little more, um, and we actually have an opportunity for that on Nuveen.com called the Income Institute. I can talk about that later, but it's basically self-study for financial advisors. Uh, They should look at the asset classes. You can look at CEF Connect and Filter, depending on whether that's municipal bonds, taxable fixed income. A lot of people are looking at senior loans because their rates float, and in a rising rate environment, they have good... Uh, they have good expectations for those. You can look at equity strategies, domestic, global, and uh, you know, some other, other real asset sort of strategies and MLPs. So I say start with the asset strategy. Uh, make sure you look at the dividend or the distribution rate. Make sure you look at the market capitalization, depending on how long you want to be there. Uh, and then make sure you look at the NAV return and say, do I, you know, how do I feel about the prospects for this?
2: Okay, th- that's all great advice. And you mentioned CF, CEF Connect. Uh, tell us a little about that. I've used that uh, for some time.
3: Uh, We launched CEF Connect in 2001, uh, and basically we sponsor it from Nuveen, but it includes information for all funds in the closed-end fund market. Uh, The data is currently provided by Morningstar, but the website is sponsored by Nuveen, and it's really set to be a data-rich opportunity to filter and compare fund information. We also make news and videos and educational items available, but really it's about looking and understanding and evaluating all the funds and all of the information in the market, then you can link to a sponsor's website, whether that's Nuveen or the other sponsors, for further information.
2: And also on Nuveen, as we talked about, there's a lot of educational material there uh, for the private investor or or for the advisor, for anyone. And much of that is given by you. And much of it, I've noticed, is uh, three and four minutes long. So you don't have to sit through uh, 90 minutes of some particular presentation.
3: Yes, exactly. Trying to make it a single topic, single topic videos if possible.
2: Yeah, well, you guys have done an excellent job. And uh, I I can't think of another. asset uh, opportunity, investment opportunity that has done as good a job that I have seen as you guys have done in explaining closed-end funds.
3: Well, appreciate that.
2: So, Ann, tell us, uh, in regards to closed-end funds, what uh, keeps you awake at night? How do you see them as being vulnerable here?
3: (laughs) I, I guess, you know, really what keeps me awake at night is trying to think, how can I help more advisors and investors actually understand that there may be a good place for these in their portfolios? So it's sort of my job. But what keeps me awake about the market in general, it's helping people understand what the benefits are and what the trade offs may be, particularly as interest rates may be changing. So I think it's helping people better understand the different moving parts and how those may be affected by moving markets.
2: Yeah, and again, uh, it always surprises me that uh, closed-end funds are so little known and have not become more popular uh, given the uh, low-yield environment that we've had for the past several years. I've and got
3: more work cut out for me, don't
2: I? You do, and there's no question about that. So tell us, Anne, a question we always like to ask those we interview. What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners?
3: Well, I'll be candid. I'm trying to write closed-end funds for dummies. I'd like to write that book. What do you think?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, it would be great, and you certainly have a large audience, and uh, there's certainly plenty of people who could benefit from that, no question about it. Uh,
3: I'll tell you, not a specific book, but the things I'm reading right now are things about outcome uh, investing, you know, results-driven investing, where you think about not exactly the pieces, um, but what is it that you're looking for, and that's where closed-end funds are seeking to deliver cash flow.
2: Yeah, and that's where they do an excellent job. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us again your uh, your website and how people can uh, find out more about closed-end funds here.
3: Absolutely. Um, the first we talked about, CEF Connect, which is the full industry or the full universe, and that's CEF connect.com uh, you can go to newveen.com and we've also set up i'll be candid we've set up a special place just for listeners to this show so if they want to go to newveen.com slash si radio there'll be a number of the resources already there
2: i'm going to quote you all week on that ann thank you very much we feel honored and privileged here thank you very much for doing right. that and we hope that it crashes that it gets so many uh so many downloads here
3: I share that viewpoint. I really appreciate the opportunity to try and help shed a little more light on the topic.
2: And if anybody else has any uh, comments or questions on closed-end funds or what we've talked about today, you're welcome to send us an email at info at Radio. Dot com. So we've been talking with Ann Kritzmeier, Managing Director of Nuveen Investments, about closed-end funds today. Hope you found it in very interesting. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We wish you happy and productive investing.
1: You've been listening to The Strategic Investor. Your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science.
0: Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.